So today, welcome everyone back to um, the Classroom 2.0 Beginner Series. And this week we're starting off with um, RSS and how to make your life easy with it. Now for those that aren't, aren't aware, I work um, for edgyblogs.org and uh, if I'm sounding a bit tired at the moment, I um, am just back, although it's been a few weeks, but I'm just back from um, a three-week trip around the US and uh, I've hit the ground running so I've been very busy so I'm a bit, bit tired at the moment so my apologies today for being a bit tired um, but hope and I think I've managed to catch the uh, kids cold so um, I'm struggling a bit this morning but we should be fine and can I have a smiley face everyone to uh, keep me going today. I'll need a lot more smiley faces and if you can send some chocolate that would be good um, as long as it's not um, dark chocolate. So for those that uh, sort of haven't met me before, my name's Sue Waters. I am Toberone. I'm not sure if Toberone's allowed. I haven't had Toberone for a few years. I might have to go and try some out. Um, for those that haven't met me before, my name's Sue Waters. I work for um, Edublogs. I'm Edublogs Community Facilitator, which basically means I get to go around and help people with using technology. And you can see that my headset's playing up today because my husband keeps breaking it on me. Um, I'm also well known for writing the uh, Edublogger which is a quite a well-known uh, blog um, and lots of people around the world subscribe to it and on the blog I share lots of helpful tips and hints about how to, to use a wide range of technology with students. So I know some of the people here already know that and if you're wondering where Perth, Western Australia is, it's a long way from anywhere. And um, now let's find out where everyone else is. So on your whiteboard you've got a pointer um, and great, I managed not to uh, have the screenshot with it this morning but if you can click on the pointer and show where you are and I'm going to put a pointer and show where I am and, that's, and it looks like I'm in the ocean at the moment. While we're doing that and seeing where everyone is and um, getting a feel for that, I'm going to click off the audio so Kim can see if she can talk at the moment. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, that's perfect, Kim. Um, and yeah, as you can see, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my headset this morning. Um, so if any troubles happen today, as I said, sometimes I lose, have been known to lose power. For some reason, the only time I lose power will be during an Illuminate session. So if anything happens, I know at least you're here and you can take over. Excellent. So now we know we're all set. So most people are from um, the US and uh, Oh, and um, Virginia is uh, from Italy. She stayed up to uh, join us today. Hi, how are you going? And uh, hopefully um, my Aussie accent isn't too overwhelming for everyone. Now just before we get started, I just because we're doing RSS and we're going to have a wide range of expertise and experience here, it's very important for me to first off start by getting a feel for how people are going with using these sort of tools. So I'm going to bring up a that should be there. Ah, helps if you put it in the whiteboard. Um, Kim, have I got that up on the screen? I don't think so. Can you bring up the um, ticks and crosses for me? Were they the checks? because I'm not able to obviously change to a different version of Illuminate and I can't get it to come up. Okay, what have I got this feeling that in the new version of Illuminate you have to click next to the away window, is that right? Okay, <coughs> so um, I'm sure that Steve will have some laughter at this. Where it says on your screen 20 participants, on the right hand side of it you'll see a red tick. If you already use a feed reader like Google Reader, Bloglines, NetVibes, iGoogle, can you click on the green check mark 
on the right hand side of 20 participants. If you don't use anything like Google Reader, blog lines, or anything similar, can you click on the red cross? Great, so um, it looks like we've got quite a few people that already are using um, a feed reader of some sort. And what I'm finding interesting is that a, that a large number of people now are probably using it a lot less than they used to use it because a lot of people are relying on Twitter to get their RSS feed. So um, Kim, can you publish, since I'm having such a bad Illuminate hair day, thank you, you knew what I was going to say. Okay, so what I'm going to do is clear this. So um, the good news is that a lot of us are already using RSS. I am considered a, a power user of RSS, so hopefully for those that are currently already using RSS, you might pick up some tips of how I'm now using it. Now let's see who um, are using personalised home pages. So I'm going to clear that. I'm going to do the same again. So if you can use the green check or tick or whatever you want to call it, or the um, red cross if you don't use it. Personalised home pages are things like iGoogle, NetVibes, ProtoPage, um, uh, PageFlakes, yeah, Page, thanks Kim, <laughs> PageFlakes. Uh, I haven't heard of that one. Do you want to pick up the mic and tell us a bit about it if you've got audio? Um, yes, iGoogle counts. Um, iGoogle is um, a, a personalised home page and it's what a lot of people use. Okay, so it looks like we've got uh, once again a range of people, some that are, are using it. Okay, not really because it isn't a static page. Okay, great. So, um, so about the same number of people that are using RSS look like they're also using personalised home pages and that I would expect would be pretty typical that if you're <coughs> perhaps using RSS you might be uh, using a personalised home page either for yourself or maybe with your students. So um, probably the, the, the most important thing that you can ever learn about um, with, in terms of Web2 technology and, and using these sorts of tools is RSS, but it's probably in a lot of ways something that's one of the hardest things to, to understand and get your head around and it's probably a big trap for a lot of people when they first start out um, to understand what it, what it is and, and why they need to know about it. But once you do, it's very, very powerful. And probably one of the most off-putting parts is what is RSS and what do those silly um, words stand for. So I've put up a whiteboard and what I want you to do is I want you to either, for those who already know that what is RSS, I want you to write on the, the whiteboard using the, um, the A, the text tool, so if you click on the A on the left hand side um, and write on the whiteboard and Kim if you can get ready to start moving them around once people start writing on them. So just explain what is RSS and what it means to you and I'm also going to drop the mic and hopefully somebody's going to pick up the mic and talk and tell us a little bit about what RSS means to them and why it's important to them. And there's chocolates involved if you pick up the mic today. Um, Kim, since we've got some quiet ones here today, do you mind um, picking up the mic and talking as well? No, I don't mind. Um, to me, RSS is real simple syndication like they have and you can subscribe to feeds. And I have all of my feeds go into my Outlook, my email Outlook program. Oh, cool. Um, you know, I've never done it that way, so um, perhaps you could just quickly explain to them how you're feeding it into your Outlook. Um, yes, because Mectique's just saying the same thing as well. That I know some people do 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 that, having it going into their Outlook. Can you quickly explain why you have it going into your Outlook and um, how you do that and why you find that beneficial? 
Sure thing. Um, my Outlook, Microsoft Outlook, is where I have my calendar. I have my all of my email accounts um, going into Outlook, and then I also put in my RSS feed. Um, and I try and subscribe by email or RSS feed, and have it all feed into Outlook so that it's all of the things that I'm reading and watching are all in one place, and it's convenient. I can forward from there. I can um, send out. I can copy the links and put it on Twitter or Quirk, and everything is all right there in one place. Um, Diana's asked, "How do you subscribe using Outlook?" You get the the feed um, URL, which is usually um, the website with the word feed at the end. It depends. You click on that RSS symbol, and then you go to Tools to Account, and there's an RSS feed area in Outlook 2007, is what I'm currently using. And I just put in that address, the feed address. And Outlook sets it all up and brings them all in whenever there's a new post. Since um, this is um, not something I've ever tried, I'm just wondering: is the reason why you use Outlook is that because um, that's what you use for work? Therefore, it's made it easier for you. Um, no, I didn't use it for work. It's what I've always used personally at home, and. I just found that I'm a big emailer and that having everything, my calendar, because if something comes in that I want to put in my calendar, I can go right all in Outlook and not have to leave Outlook. And I have my Google Calendar, I have my Gmail, all of that. Um, and just about everything that I would do on my Google page or with um, an iGoogle feed, I have all of that fed into Outlook. It's just something I've done. I guess kind of it's been comfortable. Um, it does make Outlook a little heavy, and it kind of crashes once in a while. But um, I just find it convenient and easy to have it all coming in right there. I guess after getting for so many years, I get 100, 200 emails a day. It's not a big deal. I just feed out, delete. Um, I have folders. I put them in if I want to keep them. But I try and just read it and either forward it, delete it, or respond to it so that it's not just sitting there. And then it makes managing all of that a lot easier for me. I mean, that really sounds cool. And I think everyone's the same as me that, um, you know, maybe we should follow up in a, a session and, and um, get you to show us how, you know, put it all on. Application sharing and get you to show how you manage your life in um, Outlook, and then I can show how I manage my life in um, using Google, and um, so people can look at the differences how you can approach the two different things. But um, if that's okay. I'm sure if you can click on the smiley face, I think um, people would be interested in that, just seeing the different ways that you can do things. Um, now, so getting back to the, to the original question, um, and that's a great thing about these sessions is that we um, always learn something different and we go in different places. So, so RSS and everybody's put um, some really great things on the board and for the new people that haven't heard um, RSS or been a bit overwhelmed by it, in really simple terms, um, if you see that a symbol that sort of looks like that, that means that that site has RSS to it. So it means that you can subscribe to it as everyone's saying. It means that instead of you having to keep going back to that website and get that information, it's coming to you. So if there's a new update on a news website or a blog site or wherever anything has an RSS, it comes to you. I sort of always look at it as the analogy of um, I used to get my newspaper home delivered and um, that meant that it was landed at my doorstep and it was already there for me. Um, whereas now um, I have to go down to the shop to get it so it's time consuming. So by knowing how to use RSS it makes life easier because we're getting it all coming to us. We're getting all that web content delivered to us straight away and it's easy. 
But when it becomes really powerful is that when you start using it for lots of things, um, and especially if you're using a lot of um, these sorts of websites like blogs and wikis and nings with your students, it means that um, it's now coming to you. Instead of you, say if you've got 100 students um, that have got 100 blogs, instead of going past and, and visiting every blog every day and looking at every comment, on every blog every day, um, it quite, becomes quite overwhelming that way. Um, this way it all comes to you. Um, just hold on a second, I'm just going to put Peggy as a moderator as well. Yeah, so um, basically I, I use RSS for, for everything. Um, but that's how I use RSS. Once again, I've got a whiteboard, and I, I want to hear. Um, I want you to quickly grab um, the once again and write on the whiteboard and just list some of the different ways that you're using RSS if you're, you're using it, so that people in the room can get a feel for how different people are using RSS. Because as we've just seen, um, okay, uh, as we've just seen, um, Kim totally subscribes to RSS totally different from how I do it and we've already got some ideas from, from her as to a different way of doing maybe what we're doing. So um, I'm sure that there's some unique ways in which some, as everyone's using RSS and I'm also going to drop the microphone in the hope that somebody will talk and if nobody talks I'm sure that Kim will pick up the microphone for me. Hi everybody, this is uh, Mary Beth. I am wondering what people's strategies are for keeping up with reading their, um, their RSS feeds because sometimes I'll look and there's like a hundred different things I haven't read. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. One of my tricks is to use folders and you're going to see my account in a second, but I have everything sorted into folders which helps because that prioritizes my reading. So. Um, and then I generally try and do read once a day, so that makes it easier as well. Um, Kim, can I just get you to take over for a quick second? I've just got to rush and do something. I've got a bit of an emergency in the house. Hold on. Sure thing. Um, does anybody else have a comment or another way that they use RSS feeds? Um, or the way they organize their RSCs coming in? I use folders and um, as, as well within Outlook. Um, it just kind of depends on whatever you're going to be using to pull in all of your RSS feeds, different software programs. Um, do different things. You can have them set up in different ways. And you can subscribe to all kinds of things, not just blog posts, but there are a lot of things that you can subscribe and bring in. Um, sorry about that, everyone. A uh, little emergency in the house, which is all sorted out now. Um, <laughs> I can change the names of my folders, which I find okay. Um, and, I, and because I've got everything in folders, I'm not sure if um, Kim touched on this, but because I've got things in folders, it means the lower priority folders, if I have to click um, mark all as read, I'm quite comfortable with doing that. Mary Beth, did that sort of help you with your question about it? Um, you said you're going to show your, um, your page, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yep, cool, cool. I'll definitely do that in a second. So um, I'm just reading the screen. Um, so some are just learning to use it, which is great. When I first started using it, I didn't use folders. It took me a long time to get used, used to using folders. Um, great, Kim put up a screenshot of hers which helps as well. Um, a lot of people are reading blogs, newsfeed, um, Twitter which I'm going to touch on, uh, podcasts. So instead of subscribing to podcasts with iTunes, you can also do the same thing um, with, uh, oh okay, that's fine to have a picture up there, um, grading. 
What one's um, could, whoever put the grading one up, I'm trying to work out what that one's for. I know page updates and wiki updates, but grading? Yeah, that's what I was asking, grading assignments. Okay, so bringing all together the um, student work. Excellent. Now you can just hear that my lawnmower man has just turned up. So hopefully it's not going to get too noisy. Please let me know if it starts getting noisy. I might burst into tears though. So um, the most common way that people will subscribe to um, RSS is using Google Reader. Now blog lines used to be um, very high, high um, priority and a lot of people originally started off with um, blog lines. However, now most people have converted onto Google Reader and one of the main reasons besides it's being a lot more functional in a lot of ways is that blog lines is often not picking up the um, RSS feeds of a lot of websites now. So what will you'll find is one second it will work. So you might have a news feed working in blog lines and then it starts playing up. I mean it eventually starts up again um, but it can cause a problem. So let's just go through and see some of the different ways which I'm using um, my Google Reader and then I'm going to bring it up on the screen and we're going to all cross uh, fingers that it works because we all know that I can be a bit scary when I go onto application sharing especially since this new version looks um, a lot different. So one way to go is to use, um, to subscribe to blog posts. So let me bring up my, uh, okay, which button do we think is application sharing? Kim? It's the one with the little like uh, yellow triangle on it. Okay, okay, give me a second. Uh, yellow triangle. <laughs> There's a screen and then right to the right of it is like a, another screen with a yellow triangle in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, I went old school and uh, <laughs> just picked on up the top tools just in case. Um, so uh, if you can click on the uh, smiley face, if you can now see my Google Reader. And um, my apologies if I start sounding like a chipmunk. It's because uh, I, I actually, for, for those that are wondering, this is Flock, but I. Uh, Every day I run three web browsers. Uh, I run um, Flock, Internet Explorer and Firefox because um, that's how much um, different applications I have to have open for different accounts. Um, so, so I'm running, this is my personal Google Reader account and you can see inside it the, um, these are folders. So if we look at, if I scroll down to edgy bloggers, the edgy blogger folder is where I have all my um, uh, blogs that are edgy blog. Um, uh, the edgy bloggers folder is the folder where I have all blogs written by educators. So if I click on that, you start to get a feel for all the different people that I'm subscribing to. And uh, to read the posts, I just read them by scrolling past them. <laughs> I knew you wanted to know what is Sue Waters reading. If you want to know what Sue Waters is reading, uh, if you go to my personal blog and you look, it, I've got a, a link to um, uh, my blog role. My blog role is located on the page and it feeds automatically through from here. So um, it's automatically updated for, for you. Would you like to see what, the, what it looks like? So one of the great features of Google Reader is you can get it to create your blog role for you that automatically um, updates on your blog so it makes it a lot easier. Uh, okay, so just hold on, I'll just turn off the mic for a second and Kim can talk for a second while I bring it up um, because at the moment I'm having to hold on to my mic um, so I'm going to have to drop the mic for a second. Sure, and if anybody else has um, a question they'd like to ask or share, please 
let us know. We'll be happy to turn the microphone over to you as well. Okay, so um, this is my personal blog, and one of the great things about Google Reader is that you can get it to create your blog role. So um, instead of having to manually create the enter each link and then change the link all the time, what you can do is um, set it up with Google Reader so that you embed it. So if you scroll down the page, this is automatically coming in from my Google Reader. So if I, I add or, or remove somebody from my account, it automatically changes this list without me ever having to do anything at all. Um, this, this actually only shows a very small proportion of the amount that I read per, per day. Um, Kim, what are you talking about there? I'm trying to work out what, um, what Snacker is. I don't know what Snacker is. That's what Peggy put, and I was trying to type and do something at the same time so it came out smart, and she was correcting me. But Peggy would probably be better at explaining what Snacker is on her map to uh, use to follow her feed. But she doesn't have a microphone today. But I'm sure it's similar to iGoogle or um, um, any of the other ones that we've all used. Okay, thanks for explaining that. I sort of got lost in that conversation. So this gives you an example of, um, so these blogs have all been added to a folder. So that means at the moment there's 48 blog posts in there waiting to be read today. And I can just scroll down that, down that screen. And as I'm scrolling down that screen, it automatically removes that. I would, um, I would recommend duty to use um, Google Reader, to start with Google Reader. And uh, if you go to my wiki, I have a page set up that explains how to go through setting it up for yourself. Um, so start with Google Reader. That's, it, it definitely is one of the most functional ones to use. It looks a bit messy at, at the moment because I'm using folders. But let me just show everybody that, that has never subscribed to a blog using Google Reader how easy it is. So this is the Edgy Blogger, which is um, very well known. In Google Reader, um, sure, if you look on the right-hand side, you can see it says um, Edgy Blogger Post Feeds. And if you clicked on that, I think, uh, I think I need to buy some new equipment. If you click on that, you can see that that is um, my RSS feed. And in some feed readers, you need to copy that feed URL. However, with Google Reader, all you have to do is copy that URL, go back to your Google Reader, click on Add Subscription, And because I'm already subscribed to it, it probably doesn't like it, but I've done that. There you go. You can see down here, it's now subscribed to the Edgy Blogger. And each of these are independent blog feeds. So then if I want to add that to a folder to make it easier to manage, I just click on Feed Settings. And if you haven't set up folders before, you just scroll to the bottom and click New Folder. Um, for those who are who blog, please make sure you've subscribed to your own blog feed. That way, if there's any problems with your blog feed or if your blog posts are looking weird in a feed reader, you know about it because most of the people who subscribe to your blogs will subscribe via RSS. So always, yeah, that's correct. Um, if it's a blog, blogs automatically have um, feeds attached to it, so it automatically detects it. So I'm just adding that to that folder. It'll take a couple of seconds to add it to that folder, I hope. There you go. See now, it's, it's now in that folder called personal blogs. That way, when, a, when my own post 
comes through, I can just make sure that one, that the feed has come through because most of the people who read your blog are reading it um, via RSS. So it's very important that it looks right in RSS and you know if anything's being removed and you know that the formatting's looking fine. So that's the post I've written yesterday and I can see it's come through. So if I wanted to neaten these ones up, these are test blogs here. I can just click on that blog. Once again, go feed settings. Now I've created that folder and I called it uh, what sort of chocolate? Well, don't set any of the American chocolate um, unless it doesn't con unless it contains sugar. <laughs> uh, Peggy's laughing at me. So if I go back up here, all the blog posts that I read are, are put into um, folders. So I've got a folder for edgy bloggers. I've got a folder for non-profits, which are um, people like Beth Cantor and people um, like Chris Brogan go in there and then I've got people, then I've got a folder for other type of bloggers. So I like, um, and that then prioritises, you know, how quickly I read it. I can move those folders up and down. So my folders have got quite messy. So if you can see, I'm now just moving it up really easy because that should be about there. Um, <laughs> She's just like, no, Aussie chocolate's not expensive. Um, now, for example, if you had your students, what you can do is have a folder just for the students. So uh, when we run the student blogging challenge, this is from the student blogging challenge. All the, I haven't tried gears at all. Um, when, you, when we run the student blogging challenge, what we do is we put all the student blogs URLs into it, you can see them there. That way we can um, have a shared reader online that the students can be looking at. So when you spoke a minute ago uh, about the question about changing um, folder names, at the bottom of Google Reader you can click on Manage Subscriptions. I'm dealing with a broken headset and a mouse that's got a flat battery if you're wondering why everything's taking forever. Can I have a smiley face to laugh? So you can go to uh, folders and tags and you can go through and um, do lots of different options but for those that are wondering how I do the blog roll, you just make it public and then you go add a blog roll to your site and it will give you the, the, um, the feed settings. So all of this um, allows you to personalise it and I do have a few posts about it. So not only can you subscribe to the blog feed, you can also subscribe to the comments. So if you're a teacher and you, your students are um, got lots of blogs, it's a good idea to also subscribe to their comments coming from the blogs and you can do that just as easy using the comment feed. So you can see if you uh, use edgy blogs or WordPress it will be comments um, slash feed and that will bring in all the comments from that post. So instead of um, worrying about um, managing all the comments, so instead of um, worrying about managing all the comments um, by having them all come in by email, you can be subscribing them to them by RSS. So you can see that somebody, uh, a commenter on the Edgy Blogger knows how much I love chocolate and has sent me some Italian chocolate. Um, thank you, Anna, for that. So that's one way in which you can, can be using RSS um, with blog feeds and comment feeds. Now all I have to do is work out how to stop the application sharing. No. So that's one way that you can go is to um, use blogs. 
posts and monitor blog posts. Another way you can do it is subscribe to news feeds. Is anybody currently subscribing to any news feeds? It's not something I do, but um, if somebody can add a, a URL of a news feed into the, the chat area, we could always go over to that site and grab that news feed. But basically, if you look out for that, if you go to a news website, and you see that the RSS icon, you know that you can grab that news feed and be um, subscribing to the latest news coming. Ah, Google News. Uh, comments, which I've just talked about, and blog comments. Not only do I, um, so you use custom news feeds. So um, I probably don't have time to go to that. Uh, Google Alerts, which I'm going to talk about. Um, I, here I'm talking about two different things. There's blog comments, which is comments. Thanks for that. Let me move that across. Um, so uh, let me see if I can grab that. Yep, that worked. <laughs> Except uh, now I've got to go onto the um, different web browser. Hold on a second. Too many web browsers. I'm just going to bring that up in a second. Um, comments feeds is different from blog comments. So you can subscribe to the whole feed of a, a blog, but I also track blogs where I put comments on so that I know if somebody then comments back, I can then see what, what they've said. So I'll show you how I'm doing that. So smiling face, you should be able to see it now. See my application sharing? Okay. So I'm using co-comments. So co-comments tracks comments that you put on other people's blogs. So um, any post that I write on somebody else's blog, it then um, goes to co-comment and then I subscribe to co-comments RSS feed and it comes into me. Um, there's also so a few other comment tracking tools that I use. You can see in my folder I've got comment um, tracking uh, for a range of different ones going there. And I was meant to bring that one up. I will in a second. Sorry about that. Okay, so somebody talked a minute ago about um, Google Alerts. Um, so I put up a whole pile of different ones here. Technorati, Google Blog Search, IceRocket, and Google Alerts. Um, these are common ones that bloggers will subscribe to. Um, we call them vanity alerts. Um, so as a blogger, um, we will subscribe to Technorati um, to see if uh, who's linking to our blogs. We'll do the same thing with Google Blog Search. The reason why is that if we see somebody linking to us, we often like to go across to their blog, read what they've written, and if we like it, we'll put a comment. Um, ice, ice Rockets, um, thanks Judy. Ice Rockets and Google Alerts is the same thing. You can set up a, a, an alert in Google Alert, say for your name um, or your blog URL, and that will then tell you if um, anybody's ever written anything about you. I'm finding um, Google Alerts is being a bit grumpy at the moment, so I'm finding I'm picking up more with this other application called Ice Rocket. It does the same thing as Google Alerts. It picks up if anybody mentions a word. So as a blogger, you can use it to monitor. Um, say, you know, I get people that will put in the word Sue Waters in their blog post, but not link to me because they don't realize how important linking is. So I then know that they've said Sue Waters and then can go across and check it. But as a teacher, you can set up Google Alerts for um, specific search terms. So say, for example, you want to know the latest um, and greatest thing that's happening in a particular field, you can sign up for a Google Alert to um, be notified of anything that um, new that's happening there. You can do that by RSS or you can do that by email. Um, same with Ice Rockets. So for example, here is um, Technorati coming in. Um, so I can see this one here. Um, 
this is a, a 23 things program obviously. So, um, oh that's a good idea. Peggy's just said at a conference you could um, set up a, a Google alert to um, track um, the posts coming from a um, a conference or anybody mentioning conference. This is an example of Technorati. If I click on that link, it will take me across to that person's blog post. I know because it's a 23 Things program um, that that will be a new blogger. This is um, a Google blog search. The reason why I have the, the two is because um, I find that, that um, Technorati hasn't been that reliable and neither has Google blog search. This is the Ice Rocket. There's Ice Rocket there, sorry. And Ice Rocket works slightly differently um, and tends to seem to pick up a lot more. So, um, from a blogger's point of view, most bloggers will do that. If I just go across to my iGoogle page, I can quickly show you how to do a Google alert. Yes, definitely Twitter is um, the fastest way to do it. So if you want to do an alert, just at the top of Google there was a, a more button. Just click on it, go to alert. Um, why don't we go, if I go NEC09, Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I don't think the alerts are working very well at all. Um, Google seems to be having a bit of a problem with its alerts and I don't think that um, it's uh, doing very well with um, its blog searches at the moment. It's obviously having a bit of a problem indexing the entire web. So my alerts are set to go to um, my email account but you can set it to go to RSS. Okay, Judy, it's nice seeing you. Now, I better just bring up that science website that I kept meaning to bring up. So somebody mentioned that they're subscribing to this science news website. So if you just look for the... <laughs> yeah, you'd think it would be easy, wouldn't you? <laughs> um... Generally speaking, you just look for the uh, RSS icon on the page and you might have to, there you go, there's the RSS. I can just right click, copy that link location, go to Google Reader and add that subscription. Yeah, most browsers now have the built-in RSS button as well. So there you can see the latest news coming in from the science news. And um, while I've got it coming into Google Reader, um, we're not going to have time today to do it, but you can, um, there's RSS widgets that you can add to your blog or your wiki that bring it into your site, which you can then be using with your students. Uh, somebody mentioned about Google um, Twitter searches. Uh, Google Alert. Um, I, don't, I, I use it. I use it for Sue Waters, and I put Sue Waters in um, the the um, commas, and I, I don't find it too bad for for my particular name. But as um, Sandy said. Google's really having a problem with their Google Alerts and probably Ice Rocket is um, picking up more now than Google Alerts. So anybody that, that's looking for an alternative, um, Ice Rockets, it's not as good in other ways but um, it's certainly picking up more. Google, if you want to, um, if you want, as everybody says, quite a few people have said, if you want to know what's happening right now um, and have the latest news on anything, Twitter is um, the best way to, to know that. Can somebody give me a search term for Twitter um, so that I can show an example? Will that work? 
say I can't even spell. Oh yeah, Ed, let me go for EdTech. Did I just spell it wrong? Oh, at <laughs> that helps. Mary, do you want to quickly explain what um, EdChat's about? Um, basically, a bunch of us, um, Vicki Davis, Cool Cat Teacher, she started this idea of having um, using the hashtag EdChat to discuss different things, so live. So basically, we're using Twitter to discuss different topics throughout. I don't know how long it's going to go on. Um, so you can see all the people with the Ed Chat are discussing um, a topic. So it's kind of like a message board or a chat room. Now, if I was trying to watch that live at the moment, I would use probably Twitterfall. Um, sorry. This is really cool, Twitterful, um, and you can watch it or, or tweet tech um, makes it a lot easier. But if I want to subscribe to that so I can then come to it later, all I need to do once again is go across. Um, that's called a hashtag. So this symbol here is called a hashtag. Um, it's a bit like tagging. So what you what we do is we come up with a unique term that nobody else has used, um, and that way we can monitor the conversations on Twitter. So if everybody uses that that um, hashtag in front of EdChat, it means that um, we can pull all the conversations that are happening on on that subject together and be um, following it. So once again, we can take that RSS feed, and um, I can. Uh, copy it, and I can put it into. Uh, except that I grabbed the wrong one. I didn't copy it. Let me try again. I can grab that that RSS feed and just add it into here. So instead of having to worry about keeping up with that conversation on Twitter, especially if I don't have time, I can have it coming in to um, my Google Reader account and be reading what everyone's saying here. So you can see they're talking about their first uh, their digital footprint and where it can be found. Um, and they're having lots of conversations. So I personally um, use a Google Search, and you'll see them sitting up here. Um, I use Google Search to keep an eye on people that are talking about me um, because I sometimes miss their at-sea waters. So um, this way, uh, if it's been overnight, I can be watching what people have said. I can change the list view to expand or list to make it easier. I'm used to reading it this way. And I can just scroll through it so you can see that people, um, I've been twittering about it, but people have been retwittering it. But, um, and you can see my responses too, and there's uh, lots of conversations about chat. I also use it to, to monitor EduBlog, so if any of our users um, are having um, issues, I can go past and quickly offer to give them help. Ignore those ones. Um, Yep. So that just gives you. I use um, search Twitter a lot. You can see how vibrant uh, that search term is at the moment for EdTech, Ed, ed Chat. Uh, there was uh, another twenty, whatever number of ones that were going on in there. Now um, I've obviously run out of time of everything I was going to go through because um, I had go been going to show you a lot more to do with um, RSS in um, Google Reader, but we're just out getting out of time. So what I'm going to do is remove the application sharing um, because as people said, we can also do it for wikis and nings and all those other sorts of things. So if everybody's happy with it, what I'll do is um, I'll put it onto a um, we'll follow up this session again in two weeks' time, which apparently um, it's not common to use the word fortnightly in America, I'm being told by Twitter. Um, but in two weeks' time, we'll come back to it, but we'll look at it in a bit more depth and um, you know, move on to how you can use it with widgets and on personalized home pages and stuff, um, if that's okay. Now I'm going to drop, uh, I'm going to drop um, 
the microphone so that if there's any questions, people can be asking it. So um, getting back to the word fortnightly, you're all telling me it's a word that you don't use in America? Bi-weekly? Um, Bi-weekly would imply to me that it's twice weekly. Well, that's good that um, you're hearing it. Um, it was only the other day on, on Twitter um, that somebody uh, mentioned it. it. Fortnightly is uh, every two weeks. Yeah, 14 nights. <laughs> and honestly, I did not realise that um, people hadn't been exposed to the word fortnightly. I'm learning so much about the English language language from you. I've now learned that I can't call it a, a uh, green tick. Um, I have to call it a green check mark and uh, um, I can't use the word fortnightly without explaining it. No, it, we use it in everyday language in Australia. Um, we also, uh, the, the other word that um, which I'm allowed to use in the recording that everybody loved when I was in America was the word dummy spit. Uh, yeah, um, the word dummy spit is used by an Australian when they um, lose their temper. So instead of calling it um, chucking a tantrum or chucking a tanny, um, a dummy is a pacifier. So um, when you have a dummy spit, you, you're spitting the, the um, pacifier out your mouth and you're rolling around on the floor and uh, um, really losing your temper. So adults will say, I'm having a dummy spit. Um, so I just, I'm amazed every time. <laughs> yeah, lots of dummy spits. Well, I do a lot of dummy spits a day, um, but that's what Ozzy will say um, is uh, we're having a dummy spit. So thanks everyone for joining us. Um, obviously, uh, we're going to have to do a, a bit more about RSS, but just remember that I'm, that um, you know, it's probably one of RSS is one of these topics that you know everybody wants to. Um, not necessarily learn about, but it can make your life so much better and it makes it much easier for you to handle your students when you use it well. Uh, and for those that are um, starting off with RSS, make sure that you go to the um, my um, wiki site when I find it. Of course, it's probably the only one I haven't brought up. You go to my wiki, seawaters.wikispaces. Yeah, I told you bi-weekly was. Uh, if you go to um, seawaters.wikispaces.com and you're not using Google Reader but you'd like to start using Google Reader, just click on the link that says subscribe to blogs and it will go through and gives a more in-depth explanation of what is RSS and it gives a nice simple video that you can watch to learn about RSS and it goes through the process of setting up your own account. If you go down further below, you can also, um, there's a step-by-step -step guide as well, um, which is a workshop version of um, setting up um, Google Reader. So uh, nine o'clock's now come and it's time to end. So I'm stopping the recording. So your homework, if you haven't set up a Google Reader, is to try setting up a Google Reader so that when you come in two weeks' time, um, that you can then, uh, you've got your Google Reader account and you can be doing a little bit of practicing and then if you're having any problems with anything, then I can go through it a lot slower and show you how to do each step. So I'm now turning off the recording and people can now talk to me once the recording's off.